Welcome to A Little Idea, a series of discussions about books, how to put them together, where to take them, and how to create a story that you are truly proud of. If you are someone who is looking to tell a story, um, you cannot rest until you've committed this crazy idea in your mind to page. This is the series for you. My name is Nick Wasiliev. I am an author and writer in my own right, author of this book, When Men Cry. And in the first two episodes of this series, we talked about the process of getting started, putting your manuscript on the page, completing that first draft. And then we talked about what to do next in terms of the process of getting published, the different routes that you can take from self-publishing to getting an agent and more. But today we're going to talk about the next stage. You're committed to publishing a book now, and it is now time to begin the process of molding this book into its final form. Welcome to the world of editing. So joining me tonight for this discussion on editing is a very special guest, Sylvia Balog. Um, she is a self-employed freelance editor and bookseller in her own right uh, for Better Red Than Dead as well as beforehand, as well as being a designer. And I'm especially excited about this discussion because Sylvia is actually my editor. Um, she was helped in, in terms of my book with When Men Cry. Um, Sylvia, it is such a pleasure to have you here. Welcome to A Little Idea. Thank you so much, Nick. It's a pleasure to be here. And before we go any further, I just want to congratulate you on your book. And I think you've done an amazing job. And I've also particularly wanted to say how much I admire the work you're doing with Living and all the work you're doing to support men's mental health. And I'm also excited to hear that you're going to be writing some more soon. So that's also very cool. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, when, when you get the bug, you can't keep it down. It's a, it is honestly, a, it's a, it's a, it can be an obsession, but, but thank you so much. And really it's great that we get to, or kind of, I get to talk to you about this because for me, in terms of my own writing process, I really felt like my book didn't reach its final sense of completion until you showed up. Um, which is, oh, thank you. <laughs> which, look, it, which I, which was such a, a valuable learning experience for me personally. Um, there's a lot of conceptions about editors out there and the actual process of editing. Mm -hmm. um, for me personally, I found it incredibly invaluable. In right. your opinion, why is a good editor so important? Well, I think um, a good editor. Um, what, what they're there for really is to help the author make their book the best that it can be. Now, the book will already be good when you've worked on it, when any author works on it, but it's, it's very hard to see certain things while you're working within the space of the book. So when you have a, a, a more objective uh, viewpoint from an outside person, such as an editor, it can actually work um, as a very positive way of giving the author a springboard for their imagination. And I, I strongly believe that the best editors are there to service that author and, and the book itself, the manuscript, because essentially the manuscript is the, is the core thing. And also for the author to really come to the full um, ability of their creativity. So I, I strongly believe that a good editor does that and, and works with the author to do that. And also as an editor myself, that's something that I particularly enjoy because I love to see people becoming creative and really getting the absolute most out of what they're doing. Yeah, it's, it, I'd imagine it'd be quite a, a complicated 
job though because often within the work of of editing you're jumping around from multiple different books um uh from you know you might be editing a, a piece of non-fiction or a piece or jumping straight into a a, a big historical fantasy or of some mm-hmm. kind and it's the value there or the difficulty is there is making sure that the voice is right or the voice that, that we have there is is uh, is one that heightens the author's sense of of storytelling how is when you're putting something when you're looking at a book like that what are the main things that you're looking for when you have that first draft and it's sitting there in front of you what are the things that you need to do to kind of get that right from your perspective okay so i think um you're absolutely right there's a lot of juggling around and fortunately you know most editors have the ability to cordon off sections of their brain to, to be able to do that. Um, I think it's, it's a very different approach depending on the book. Um, so with a nonfiction book, there are certain sort of technicalities that you're looking for. You want to be, I mean, they are related, what you're looking for in, in fiction and nonfiction. In nonfiction book, you're often looking for, um, you know, making sure that everything is clear, that the communication of what the person's trying to convey to the reader, especially if it's important information that, that is, you know, to help the reader understand something is, is um, you know, uh, focused and worked through and answers the questions that the author might actually put forward for the reader. Mm. Similarly, in fiction, um, I'm also looking for uh, things that, uh, that it makes sense. Like in both types of books, uh, a book has to make sense in a way. Even in fiction, you're look, I would be looking for how the author has created their world. Is the world answering, uh, giving everything to the reader in order for them to be able to visualise it? Is, is that world re- reasonably complete? Is the plot reasonably complete? How are the, uh, is the, does the plot make sense? Um, does, it, does it actually uh, tie up loose ends throughout the course of the book? Does it, um, does it actually kind of focus on the th- core themes of the book? And also I often look for characterization because obviously in many types of fiction, characters are very, very important. Mm-hmm. And a, a fully de- developed character um, just makes the book so much realer, more real. And um, I think that every book has its own personality. So, you know, I, that's a general thing that I look for, but in each book, I also tend, tend to look for certain things once I get to know that, that author's world. Um, and yes, and I think that's, as I've mentioned before, it's a real pleasure for me. Mm. And keeping that voice also is very important. So throughout anything that is worked with or when I look for it, I just want to see if that voice is consistent and how, if we need to, if there are changes that might be, that I could maybe suggest, that voice is still the, the integ- integral part of the, the book. I guess it's like, essentially, you're the first reader, essentially. It's like you're the first yeah. person who, in the entire world, which I guess is the, a lot where I'm assuming a lot of the excitement would come from because it's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> if you pick up a book that's like a, a first manuscript and it's a piece of actual complete real gold, like you are completely swept off in this world. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd imagine that'd be so much fun. It would be it's really fantastic. fun to... yeah. yeah. It is really fantastic. And um, the, the thing is, um, for many people, I am often the first reader. The, the, they're really giving me their baby. And, you know, I, I, I am very humbled that they put their trust in me to look at it for them. It's very, very hard 
to, to allow people to look at something that maybe you've been slaving away for years and years and years and have never shown anybody. And in, in other cases, you know, other people have read the book, but, uh, you know, friends and family, if the author's brave, but sometimes <laughs> I am, I am the first. And, you know, it is just wonderful. And I, I never take that for granted that people let me do that. You know, I, I often pinch myself and I think people let me talk to them about their writing. <laughs> this is fantastic. So, yeah, it's, a, it's something I, I really relish and I, I enjoy and I, I personally, I've been a reader my whole life. You know, my, my, I can read, you know, three books in a week if I'm really, you know, have, have no other work to do. Um, <laughs> and to me, every world is exciting. You know, it's just really, and I'm not a writer. So, you know, to, to see people come up with these, these creative worlds, it just always blows me away. So I get very, very enthused about it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 such a positive way of, of like looking at the actual process of writing. And I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions out there about mm-hmm. editors. Um, you know, especially you know if you're coming at it sometimes as a writer, writers can often be notoriously um, overprotective mm-hmm. of their of their manuscript, or they're worried that when an editor makes a suggestion, hey, maybe try this or this or this, that they'll mm-hmm feel like because they've poured their heart and their soul into this book that the questions or the complications that have arisen in the editing process can be viewed almost like a personal like oh you're you're hurting my baby yeah how how, in terms of like misconceptions around that i'm assuming the majority of editors are just like we just want to get this really really right or we just want to make sure that your story is heightened and you have to address this stuff how do you kind of work your way through those kind of misconceptions that people might have towards editors in your okay, own Okay, sure. Um, I mean, I think... Um, I worry that's like a really loaded question. No, no, not at all, not at all. I, I think probably some of the... Some, some people may think that they don't need an editor at all. Some people think that an editor is actually like a, a proofreader, which they are in some ways, but proofreading is another sort of profession itself. Um, where that they just expect the editor to maybe correct spelling and things like that. But what an editor really does is that, like you said, they're there to, and like I mentioned, they're there to hone that manuscript, to to get the absolute best out of the author in that work, especially if they've spent so much time and effort and they've put all their love into it and their, and, you know, blood, sweat and tears into it. You want, we are both on the same page. The misconception is that perhaps the, um, the the editor is against the author but they're not any Mm. and i always say with all of my authors i always say every suggestion i make is a suggestion only they are it's up to them they have the final say you know whether they accept that suggestion or not occasionally i will say that the suggestion is a strong suggestion because i do (laughs) truly believe that will help the 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 final result of the book Um, I've been very fortunate that many, most of my authors have been very um, responsive, like yourself, have been very responsive to the editing process. And I think that uh, when they realise it's maybe not as scary as they think it is and that, that, that the editor is not going to tear the whole book apart, they, they <laughs> tend to relax into the, the situation. And it is, it's, it's a, it is a give and take, you know, uh, it's not just me saying you have to do this, this and this. It's not like that at all. You know, for me to work with someone, you know, they have to be happy too. You know, they have to 
come to the idea or, or embrace the idea or maybe get inspired by something rather than it's not hard and fast sort of rules. On the rare times that people are struggling, you know, I think I, I always sort of say, you know, just give it a bit of time, have a think about it. There's no, it's not a must for you to do that. You know, it's just something for you to think about. And quite often will people will go away for a little while and then they'll have a think and they go, okay, well, okay, yes, maybe I don't really like this, but what about this? And really that to me is, is great. You know, it doesn't have to be my suggestion. If they come up with an alternative that gets the end, that, like gets the effect that I'm kind of thinking of that maybe the, the, not, the book might need, then that's great too. You know, it gets there in the end. It's just... Um, you know, I think it's very important that as an editor, you you are caring and considerate towards the author, so that they do not feel like they're being hassled or or, or criticised or anything like that, because that's not what it's about at all. Yeah, mm. for me anyway. Yeah, look, I found the weirdly the collaborative side of things because this with you this was the first time that i'd worked with a with a professional editor um with my last book and I, we mentioned this earlier today that that i had a lot of people who just i had you know a whole bunch of people who looked read the book gave their feedback on it um some had journal like editing experience some didn't and it, with that first edition that i did myself um and but then sitting with you and doing that kind of collaborative stuff whenever you would suggest ideas or potential changes at, um, at first you're like, wow, this is a lot of work here. But then suddenly I go, whoa, you can just, you can cut things out. And if it, if it doesn't work, you can write another thing. Wow. This is, this opens my mind so much. <laughs> and, <So good. laughs> and that actual process I found really enjoyable because you're essentially molding this, this book or this, this manuscript into something complete and cohesive and something that is can actually be really beneficial to have someone to kick this 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 thing around this this manuscript that you've been working on for so for so long around with mm -hmm. i would love i want to kind of ask you to kind of talk about the actual process for a minute mm -hmm. sure. and particularly this collaborative editing that you're talking about mm -hmm. um so what does it to kind of give us a, a sense of it as an editor what does the actual editing process look like in terms sure. of what how does it physically look like the moment you get that manuscript sure well there are actually two types of editing um with your work we we kind of merged those a little bit because you already had the complete manuscripts fairly solid um, but depending on how the manuscript is when i receive it i might look at the structure i always look at the structure first so there is structural editing and then there's copy editing so structural editing is where um, an editor will look at the whole thing the whole story and go through those things that i mentioned plot character pacing timing um, does it all make sense is there a flow to the <laughs> writing it's, it's funny but as an author works within it sometimes they they miss things and they don't realize that maybe the reader won't understand if, if they don't include something. Um, 
uh, what else? The, the, um, just, just how it's all built together. You know, are they, is everything working together? Now, if I feel that that's maybe could do with a little bit of work, then I will talk to the author and I'll say, look, I think maybe we should look at a structural edit because the, in the structural edit, it offers the chance for the author to, to perhaps address some of those core issues, maybe do a little bit of rewriting or add some more text into the manuscript so that the, any really uh, p really specific queries that I might have uh, or concerns over the general sort of course of the book can be addressed prior to copy editing. Mm. So when that happens, I would perhaps write a report. Now, we didn't do that for you, but if, if that manuscript is at that stage, I would write a structural report. Then the author would take that report and go through the manuscript and, and look at the points and address each of those points, generally speaking. It would come back to me, I will go through it again, and with the author, we'll go, we'll go, okay, yep, this one's working now, this is working now, we've, you know, we've resolved these things here, uh, that new stuff you put in is really great, it's, it makes sense, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. One, that might go back and forth a couple of times. Once that's done, once the structural part is done, it then goes to the copy edit. So a copy edit is really a line by line detailed fine look at the whole story so for you we did do a little bit of structural work but it was actually in in collaboration with the copy edit mm. so but if say the, the structural work is done is first then the copy edit comes along and that that really is looking at the flow of the writing so it's also tweaking any like last minute questions or, or things that maybe we haven't quite worked at uh, worked through yet um, or just and also checking facts so say for example you know for your book, there was a lot of um, locations in Sydney that we, we needed, to, there are a couple of places where we needed to make sure that as a character goes through one location to another, it actually could actual hap actually happen in real life. Mm -hmm. um, and then say, for example, in a historical fiction uh, novel, there are a lot of facts that need to be checked. You know, if, mm. if, 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 if the author is intending for some of that detail to be accurate, then I would look at that in the copy edit stage. And then also just how the language is working, um, how the characters are speaking, are the voices consistent? And that line by line editing is just so invaluable to get it to um, a, a, a much more complete and, and polished stage. So we, I would do that, go through the entire manuscript once, it would go back to the author, they will look at the changes uh, or the suggested changes and they, can, they are then free to say, yep, I'm happy with those or if there's anything specific they're not happy with, then they're free to comment and we'll work through those in the second round. And then, you know, you may, maybe you might need a third round just to tweak a few different things. I think that's what happened with when I mm. worked with you. I think we had two, one really solid round, one other round where there were just a few more things and you did a little bit more writing. And then on the third round, there were a couple of little things that we needed to finalise and then, then you were good to go. Mm. So... That's basically what the editing process is like. And then from there, it goes on to proofreading and et cetera. Um, and other people do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it is quite an in-depth, it is quite an in-depth process yeah. and quite an in-depth yeah. examination, but there's a lot of kicking around. So it's yeah. like kicking, going to you, you go through it, going to the author, they make yeah. the change they want, or they say yes and no to whatever they like. It, how many versions or iterations will you tend to go through with both the structural edit and the copy edit? I know with my book, we did it about two or three times in terms of more of that copy edit and copy examination. That's the general amount I would say about two to three. Sometimes if the author 
Um, you know, if it's very polished as it comes to me, you, I might need one or two. Um, if it's if it's maybe um, really needs quite a bit of work, then then I might go uh, up to three or four. The only thing is with that, you don't want to you don't want the whole thing to drag on either, because it can get quite stressful for the poor author as well. <laughs> and and you know, generally most things can be resolved within that two to three kind of back and forth. Mm. Um, but, you know, sometimes you're waiting on an answer that, you know, needs to be researched or, you know, maybe you're getting permission for a quote to be used or something. So there's a few little things that, that take a bit of time, but I think generally that that's a good amount of time. And um, also I'm always open for authors to, to ask questions and, and check things. And, you know, it's very important that, that we're both kind of on the same page, no pun intended, to get it, to get it uh, nice and nice and um, well, the best it can be really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's look, it, I found it personally when we were doing my book, quite a liberating um, experience, even though you would often like poke little holes. It, 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 sometimes you'd feel like you're poking little holes, but then I, but then I realized, Oh no, that's just my, my mindset of, of being too protective okay. and then going, Oh, actually, no, this is a chance to fill in a gap and expand this world a little bit more. Right. So if this place doesn't necessarily, if this place goes, Hey, no, this isn't the right place. You should, maybe you should try it over here. Then you're like, Oh wow, this actually makes a lot more sense. And it's a brilliant idea that I can, that I can throw in there. Um, the, the kind of main question I, which I'm assuming is it would be very, very difficult. It's hard to determine both for the author and for the editor is and this is kind of one of like the last points I want to ask you about. Obviously, that you can go back and forth editing forever oh, yes. um, on books, um, and you and you will. There'll be all of that stuff going on. When do you know that a book is ready? When do you know? When do you get a sense that it's finished or good to go? Do you do you ever get that sense of surety, or is it a yeah. simple? case of like no this is it It, this feels like it's it's right no i do i do and i think very fortunately for me usually that coincides with when the author thinks it's ready too so i'm very (laughs) very lucky most of the time that that happens um i think as you work through uh through the editing process once you start resolving things or questions you know you can put that in aside then and you know that that part's solid and as you get to the end and you've resolved all of the things that you might have questioned and also the new questions that come up in the second or third round and you look over the whole manuscript again, because I usually look over the whole thing again. I don't know if all editors do, but I do. Um, and I, if I read through it and I, and I, I don't sort of think, oh, then I, then I know. And also if I, at the end of the book, if I put it down and I feel like, yeah, that I can feel it. It is the feeling. You can. I, I, it's not very tangible sort of answer to say it's at this point. It's more that if I put it down and I've enjoyed reading it again, or, or at in this new iteration, and I feel like that the author's happy with the result. I feel like I'm happy with the results. Then I feel like it's it's good to go. Now it is. Although I'm more of an objective reviewer in a way of the book. It's, I am still obviously subjective because I'm, I'm, I'm being informed by my, my reading background and what I like and everything. I try to be very objective, but every editor will have their own sort of thing. So perhaps if 
something I work on goes to someone else, they might think, oh, well, we need to do this and that. Or, you know, maybe similarly, they might think, oh, too much has been done. It was fine before. But, you know, it's just, it's a matter of the author and the editor being happy at the same time, I think. Um, because there, it does come to a natural conclusion. I, I feel like each, each manuscript does move through its process into a natural sort of whole that feels right. Yeah. It's really like feeling in a way too. Yeah. So similar to how like you feel as an author when you've completed the book, it's a really also a feeling of, of completion for an editor mm. too. Mm. Is it, it's kind of like, it, it's a bit more driven in that, that way, which is really interesting because often you just be, you'd often be, I'd, I'd often think if you're an editor, you're going, this is, I know that we, that we, that this is, it's, this is at the peak of where this book is. Mm. Let's do it and move on to it. I like there's a bit more of a feeling to it as well. Yes, yes. And also I think uh, for me, when I get to that end of that, the end stage, I, I start to get a little bit sort of like excited about the end product as well. So I start to think, okay, all right, we've gone through this process. It's, it's looking really good. Now it's time to get it out there. So, you know, it's really, I, I want to see the author getting it out there and being happy with the result and getting a response because, you know, for so long, most authors will be down here and thinking, Oh, I've got to work so hard and get it done. But, you know, ultimately they want that baby to be out there. So you, you want <laughs> that baby to be healthy when it gets out there. And, and, and I think, um, yeah, you know that it, you, you just have that feeling when it's ready, I think. Yeah. yeah, you do. It's, it's a sense of just this, this book is, is reached the point of, of telling the story that it wants to tell yes. and it's been heightened by the work that, that, that the editor and the, and the right and the author have done together. Yeah. Um, I could talk about you to, I could talk to you all day about this. <laughs> um, I really could, um, but, I, <laughs> but I'm, I'm aware that we are, we are running short on time. Um, um, as a last kind of question, do you end up picking up the books that you've, that you've then edited afterwards at some point, seeing it out there in the world? How does, does it give you that same buzz that, that it does for an author? Cause I know seeing it in a bookshop for me really is just like this, Oh wow moment. Yeah. Do you, do you get that sense too? Whenever you go into a bookshop and you see a book that you edited staring right back at you? I absolutely do. I absolutely do because I, I love doing what I do and I love to see that, that, that the author, regardless of whether it's me or, you know, for me, any of my, the books I've worked on is, is special, but because I love books so much, I'm always excited for any author that gets published, you know, but when it's somebody that I, I feel like during the editing process, you, you have this uh, very specific relationship with the author and you, you know, I do care about them. I come, I grow to care about my authors and I want them to succeed. So I get very excited when I see their work in the shop and seeing it being successful. I mean, I'm just thrilled that you're going into a second print of When Men Cry. So, you know, it's, you. it's um, it also makes me feel as from a personal perspective that I have done something to help. You know, I just want to help and make things, um, you know, enable people who maybe feel that they're not quite ready or, or feel that they're, they really want to get something out there. But to, I really love the idea that in a small way, I've helped them achieve that. 
Yeah, well, you definitely you definitely did with my book, and oh, it's and uh, it's 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 an absolute buzz, and I and I and it it's great that you that, that there are people like you to help out writers like me because it's it's about <laughs> it's invaluable in terms of making our story better, and in the end, it really does have such a huge impact on how people connect with um and engage with your story. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, th thank you so much for your amazing pearls of wisdom um, discussing the, the process of editing and for any listeners out there if you are looking for a very good editor <laughs> Sylvia gets a ringing endorsement from me um, and we hope that I hope that this episode has kind of debunked some kind of misconceptions or views from editors and given you a bit more of an idea um, around what the editing process looks like thank you so much Sylvia it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you oh my pleasure likewise Nick and I wish you all the best you can tune in for our penultimate episode of A Little Idea next week. We've talked about writing, getting your foot in the door of publishing, and now editing. Um, next week, we'll delve into the world of design and the actual process of putting your book to print. My name is Nick Wasiliev. I'm the author of When Men Cry, um, with 10% of my earnings going to Livin, which is a charity that aims to break the stigma around mental health. And you can find links for that book down in the description below. But be sure to check out all of the episodes of A Little Idea in the playlist that we will have linked as well. Um, Sylvia, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Nick. Take care. <laughs>